0: Hello and welcome to the Stage Secrets podcast with me, Velody, Queen of Ceremonies. I'm here for you and most importantly, the most important person is you're here right now. Now today we're going to get into the theme of being authentic. Now this theme started to gather a lot of momentum lately with people talking about how how do I become my authentic self? How do I portray my authentic self. Well, the thing I'm going to say is if you need to spend time thinking how to be authentic, you're probably not on the right track at this point. And we're going to explain why today and what things you can do instead of trying to show your authentic self. So I've come up with a few key ways that you can ensure you're acting from an authentic place. Even if nerves come into play, even if it's your first time on this particular stage or your first time meeting someone. So the first thing is, it's about knowing what you stand for. And what's that saying? You know, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything, right? I'm sure you've heard that phrase somewhere. And it's never been more relevant than when you're in front of an audience and particularly in front of a very tough room, like a comedy club, a pitch in front of potential investors, a first date, right? Whenever you're in front of a tough room, you need to be on your mettle. And you need to know how, even if you're feeling nervous... And even if you feel that your face is going red and even if you feel that you're starting to mumble and you're starting to lose track of things, we're going to talk about a little bit today on how you can get things back on track and we're going to finish up with some breathing. I'm going to demo a a breathing technique that is easy to use, so it's practical Because listening to this show, it's really important that you come away with great hints and tips on how to rock it on any stage. And remember, Shakespeare did say all the world's a stage and us merely players, right? So why wouldn't you want to learn how to rock any stage? I don't know. I think you definitely do. (laughs) You definitely want it in your back pocket to know that whoever is staring at you Whoever is watching you, whether you find them very attractive, whether they have lots more money than you and you want to get them to buy into what you're doing, uh, whether you need to sell more products, whatever it is, it's, it's so important for you to kind of get that handle on yourself. So like I say, we'll wrap up with some box breathing today and then we're going to do a few points leading up to that. So uh, strap yourself in and let's have a few minutes together, shall we? In this context, who are you and what are you about? And one way I like to approach things with, particularly if it's a business scenario, I try to think, well, what's something that's on this person's desk just waiting to get taken care of? Is there something that I can do to alleviate their stress, to make something simpler for them, to make it a no-brainer for them? that I'm solving something for them or I'm I'm making their day a little bit easier, a little bit better, solving a problem, taking something off a to-do list. And I really want to think about that in terms of something that I could do or something that I can recommend or an app or whatever it might be, something that's gonna really be practical and and help this person right now. And that approach when I meet new people and that approach for business has served me very very well because first of all it stops me from thinking whether they like me, whether they're going to buy from me, how does my hair look in this, you know, how am I coming across? It takes me out of my own self-reflection or maybe feeling a little bit self-conscious in this context. For, for a number of reasons any of us can can feel self-conscious now and again. So what this approach to think is there something that I can assist this person with? And, you know, it could be, you might tell them a compliment. You might say they look great at something. You might observe something that they've done and just say, oh, that was amazing. Or, you know, so you could just give them value exchange by praising them in that moment, acknowledge them in that moment. Or, as mentioned, you also might be able to think of something practical that you could do for them? As we've said, how can I make this person's life a little bit easier, a little bit simpler, a little bit sunnier, a little bit better right now? So that's a really important point and it should take you out of your own nerves a little bit and also what it's going to do as well, it's going to elevate you uh, beyond most other people that are pitching or talking or interacting. Right, Because it's going to show that you have a certain level of sophistication that other people that are worrying about themselves and worrying about whether they're going to sell and worry about whether they're going to close a deal and whether duh, 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 the list goes on. right? And it's, it's going to elevate you in, in such a way that this person will really is much more likely to engage with you on a deeper level. So that's a really important point. And I and I, I want to kind of stress that and linked with that, we have an upcoming episode on networking, which is a massive area. And I have been previously, uh, you know, I do s- describe myself as a queen of ceremonies, but certainly many a time I've been uh, people have said, oh, she, you know, you're great at networking. You just seem to smash networking. How do you do it? You seem to know this. You seem to know that. And so by popular request, essentially, uh, I will be doing an episode on uh, how to smash networking. So that's going to be coming up in a few episodes time. But for now, let's get back to knowing uh, how, what you stand for and uh, making sure that you can come across as your authentic self. So we've talked about what you can do for the other person, whether it be immediately or whether it be in, 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 a, in a short amount of time uh, that you can do to assist them. What we're going to talk about now is ways to find your own style, right? And it can be quite tough if you know what you do, you know how to describe what you do, but maybe now you're starting to be requested for media. Maybe you're being thrust onto larger stages than you're used to. Right. Maybe instead of leading the team meeting, now you're having to lead a partner's meeting or you're having to go to a meeting with higher and higher level clients or maybe has to do something live or God forbid on the radio or anything like that where there's a hot mic, there is a camera in your face. And you're all fine right up until that red light went on. Okay. So we're going to get into a couple of things. These are really practical. And as I mentioned before, we're going to finish up with a, with a breathing exercise. So when you are being thrust onto a larger stage than you're used to, we're, there's, there's, a, there's a really great trick. And we're going to like meld the best of what politicians do right? With also a personal tip that I've got for you as well. So the thing to do is if you're about to be featured on media or you're about to be interviewed, anything like that, you always want to make sure that you kind of have a top three things that you want to mention. It really could be any kind of top three whatsoever. It's just you want three things in your back pocket that you will you know you know back to front upside down your authority on those things you found them to be of quality you know them to be relevant and they're easy to remember okay so you really want to think of I'm going to be let's say you whatever business you have you're going to be on the radio and they've asked you to talk about x y or z topic absolutely fine no problem whatsoever what three things do you know or can you deliver or can you quickly describe that are relevant to the incident or relevant to the topic that you've been asked to speak about? Uh, Show you, that they show you in a positive light, they show you in an enlightened light and they show a little bit of the depth around who you are, okay? And easy to remember. So, for example, for me, I created. I was asked to create a ten-minute presentation for a a large online um, networking group, essentially, and it was a national group, and they have uh, really high-level presenters and speakers every week, and I was asked to do a ten-minute presentation. So I got my thinking cap on, which fortunately, because I've been presenting all these years, it didn't take me very long, and I came up with a fun thing called Epic. And the idea was I would come up with some great content around being epic on stage, right? Being epic when you present, and generally being epic in life. And so I came up with some great words that begin with E, with P, with I, and yeah, you guessed it, with C, right? And actually, the C word was a word that I made up. So um, it was, it was, it was. Not only was it really well received, but it made it easier for me to remember because I'd done the acronym EPIC. Of course, firstly who doesn't want to be epic, right? Everybody wants to be great. Everybody wants to have something special. Everybody wants to sparkle. Everybody wants to be relevant, wants to do well, wants to smash it, you know, insert the term that you feel comfortable with, but everyone wants to rock it uh, now and again. And certainly in, in business, you, you know, you need to stand out. You need to stand out. You need to know what you're about and you need to be able to say that succinctly well and be ideally a little bit memorable while you do it. So how's that relevant to what we said? What it means is my epic was a, an example of a top three, or in this case, a four pointed item that I now have in my back pocket. So if I ever need to make a five minute presentation, a 10 minute presentation, a 20 minute presentation, I have that speech With those letters and words ready to go, and I can extrapolate it out into a mega epic long journey with loads of examples, or I can just say it quickly in a couple of sentences, right? So that's what I want you to do as you are requested to feature on media, as you are maybe gonna have to do a five minute speech. Uh, Maybe you're invited at an expo and they said, oh, you're great at your business. Come on, you know, come on, come on the mic, come and get an interview, come and do this, come and do that. Start to have at least three and maximum five things that you can sum up in a couple of sentences, just like my epic example. And like I mentioned, the first thing is you want a positive, something positive as at least one you should have something specific to you, ideally, or your your opinion or an insight that you have or something personal that not only makes you relatable in that you're a real person, not just a politician reeling it off, right? Something that only you know about, perhaps it could be a personal story. It could be a personal experience. It could be a showbiz interaction. You guys know how much I drop Russell Brand into the conversations, Dara O'Brien into the conversations, Derek Jacobi into the conversations. I do that firstly, because your ears prick up and you go, what did she just say? Russell Brand and Daryl Breen and Jarek Jacobi in the same sentence. Yes, she did. Because I've worked, I've either worked with them or they've come up to me. We've been on set together or something like that. We've interacted and, and I've got to know them a little bit or well, they've seen what I've done. They've loved it. So I, I'm mentioning that because it makes you listen, right? So there's going to be something equally of note that you've done. However techie, however quotes, boring unquotes you might think some of your stories are, not everybody knows everything about you. So don't be bashful. Don't be too shy. Think of something, an insight or a memory or a personal story or something that is, is, is relevant to what you've been asked to speak about, is personal to you. And the other thing is, then you don't have to memorize it, right? You don't need a script. You don't need a script to mention something that happened with your child last week or, you know, something that really sticks in your mind from when you were a kid. Or, oh, I, I, this happened to me when I was 16 and that's when I always knew that I wanted to become a whatever, right? Or my, you know, my relative was was struck with cancer and then I knew I needed to to get out and do this or that or the other. We all have little stories like that. You all have things that you know. And you know, it's no problem if you write them on a piece of paper, you can have them on a, you can have them on a post-it, you can have them in your notebook, you can have them in your hand when you're being interviewed. Until you've got this all down pat, it's okay, it's perfectly fine to use notes. I have some notes in front of me right now. Let's be honest, I've not really scrolled down the page and I pretty much know what I'm going to say because I planned it out before, but but it's it's okay to use notes. And actually, as an aside, um, I did a we'll put it in the show notes for you. I did a YouTube about that very thing around how to use notes in the right way, how to use notes for speeches um, so that you avoid common pitfalls of, you know, you might have the notes in full in front of you and then you start reading them off and then you're just going to lose everybody. Right. So in that video, it's really great. It's it's in the show notes um, and it will it will teach you how to harness notes so that you can use them but not get off track and um, not get more more nervous that, than needs to be. So you've got your top three minimum, maximum five things that you want to cover. Uh, Anytime you're appearing on media, anytime you're on a live mic, you'll also, if you follow me on LinkedIn, if you don't, you really should. I'm Velody QC uh, on LinkedIn and um, I will always, when I do my videos, I'll always try and make sure that they're roughly 90 seconds. Okay. So I'll make it quick. Why 90 seconds? Because we don't have all day. Unless you're a massive celebrity, no one's going to watch your video if it's it's more than a maximum a minute long. So always aiming for having your message in 90 seconds, roughly or less. Uh, again, will serve you pretty, pretty well. So it's slightly more than an elevator pitch because when you're doing video, uh, there's more stimuli. There's more going on for the person watching than just listening. So... If you keep it to the 90 seconds roughly on camera, uh, you'll be absolutely right. And again, if you keep your notes to a minimum of three things, maximum five, you you'll. there's no need for you to get stuck ever again. And I really want to share a bonus tip, so I'm going to. <laughs> and then we'll get into the breathing exercise, which I promised we would do at the end. So a really neat trick, if someone asks you a question, let's say you've been interviewed Uh, on a panel or it's literally just you and one person on a camera and particularly if it's a live running out to the world and her husband right one thing that you can do is and this will give your this will give your brain a few extra seconds to process what just happened right so this is a real gem from the velody vaults what i'm going to share right now okay So if they ask you a really tough question, something that you can say is a phrase along the lines of, I am so glad you asked that really tricky, tricky question, insert name of the person, right? If you're still not ready, you can say, that shows such a depth of insight and I really value the way you're really trying to drill into this subject. Okay, a couple of phrases like that, I can say that I've sort of memorized them, but it's given my brain a few seconds to calm down if I was panicking. It's very gracious as well. It's gonna put the other per- it's gonna soften the other person a little bit. And it's gonna allow my the brain, my, my subconscious brain, that really knows—it really knows the answer. It really knows the value that I can give. It's going to allow that brain to kick in, basically. So it's a great filler. So use that next time you feel a bit stumped. Just speak for a couple of seconds to acknowledge, acknowledge what the person's asked, and then, and don't be afraid to say, "I'm taking a moment to think about that because it's a really important issue that you've raised there." You know, so own those few seconds. Yeah, always own those few seconds because it'll calm your system. You'll look even more professional. And by this point, it doesn't really matter what you say. People are completely with you, right? So that's my extra Velody's Vaults tips. I think what we're, we're going to need to come up with a section on this. I'm looking at the producer right now. He's nodding. Like, I'm like, yeah, we might need to come up with Velody's Vaults. So maybe we have uh, an extra little bit that we'll add in for you uh, as the podcast grows so we're going to finish up today, as promised, with the third point, which was a little breathing exercise for you. Now, this is for you if you're all fine, you're all dandy, right up until the point where you're about to go on stage and then, uh-oh, I actually don't feel like I'm ready for this, right? Maybe the butterflies are going... Maybe you feel like your face is starting to get a bit red, maybe your throat is starting to get a bit dry and the little kind of little panicky panic is sort of on your little shoulder going, ah, yeah, you don't really know what you're talking about. You know, what, what, who are you to speak, right? Or whatever, however it manifests for you, we all know that feeling of, oh God, can I do this, right? So this is something called box breathing, super easy. If you can count to four, you can do it. So I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I'm pretty confident that you can count to four. You don't need me to uh, help you with that, right? And so we're going to, essentially what you would do is you will breathe in for four seconds. So let's do it now. So, and then you're going to hold it for four. So you can count to the four in your head or I'll do it out loud. One, two, three, four. Then you're going to breathe out for the whole four. and then you're going to pause for four, two, three, four. Okay. So you can imagine you're breathing in a box. So you're drawing one line of the square, the next line of the square, the next line of the square, the next line of the square, and all you have to do is count to four. You're breathing in, you're holding, you're breathing out, or you're holding. Okay. And you really want a five or six minimum on this. Uh, the research has done about six breaths six six times round is the optimum for that. If you don't have time for those, do two or three. It is what it is. Sometimes the show must go on, the mic's ready, you gotta do it. All right. And yes, I did click over the microphone there, but we'll let that go. Uh because um we were in the moment. So um if you wanted to do this in more detail, I do have a YouTube video on this very subject. We'll pop it in the notes for you. It's the box breathing technique in more um, in more depth. It goes into the full effects of it. And again, um, it's super easy to remember, but you might just want to use that as a little bit of a prompt. So on that bombshell, guys, we are nearing the end of the episode. We've had an amazing time today. I don't know about you. It's been great to share some stage secrets for you the whole point of this whole podcast is to take the lessons that i've learned it's a a good couple of decades, at least since I've been on stages. And I wanted to decant some of those lessons that I've learned backstage and on stage to help you rock it on any stage. So let us know what you thought of the show. You can comment, you can reach out to us, follow me on LinkedIn, like I said, Melody QC on there. And uh, all the other socials, uh, we're all included on those as well. We will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in.